Join us as we explore timeless wisdom from around the world, seeking truths that resonate most for each individual. Welcome to Peace on Your Journey podcast. I'm John Lawyer, a former soldier turned spiritual traveler. At Kishar, we celebrate the journey of discovery together, delving into various religious, spiritual, and philosophical traditions. For a deeper dive into spirituality, join our vibrant online community at kishar.org. If you'd like to experience this production with dynamic art and video content, check out our YouTube channel at Peace on Your Journey. Today, let's discuss The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I'll tell you now to put the past away, forget about the future, and live today, now, in this moment. In two words, it's being present. That's the enduring theme of this work. One of the things I took away from this book is not to wait. Don't plan your life away. Live it. Do what you want. Take that first step and just start. It's more spiritual than that, but that, that's a good place to, to approach this. Tole writes, It's not uncommon for people to spend their whole life waiting to start living. So we should choose to live and to be alive. This is one of the most influential books in the modern spiritual world. It's consistently among the most recommended books on spiritual forums discussing must-read spiritual literature. And it's not just used in the spiritual circles, but it's recommended by psychologists and counselors as well. My therapist at the VA recommended it to me when I first started going to her after I came back from Afghanistan. She even let me take her copy home for a week to read. But I wasn't really in a place back then to really appreciate it and be able to get into it. But years later, I found it again, and it really does speak to me. It's essentially a technical guide on how to actually live in the moment and be present. I'd compare it to Michael Singer's The Untethered Soul, as both books really get at the heart of the same matter. And while I'd say Singer's probably more artful and poetic in describing the process, Eckhart Tolle really goes in-depth on the technical steps you can walk through to be successful in living the moment. And sometimes you need technical steps to follow. It can really help you in your spiritual journey. Anybody familiar with Taoism will see the way in this process of being present. Tolle draws from the Eastern faiths, and he also uses themes from non-dogmatic Christianity and, of course, in miracles to walk us through the process. He really cuts through a lot of the stuff we don't need to be concerned with to see the truth in this way of being. I think a Hindu, Christian, Buddhist, Jew, shaman, or Wiccan would feel at home reading this work. And just like me, Tolle sees this massive ribbon that binds us all together, regardless of religion or belief. I think we could all put more thought into the transcendent spirituality that's common throughout most faiths and communities. We've been conditioned to see God in a certain way, and then we can't really understand how much the divine is right there inside of us, that it is us. If we open our minds a little, we may realize how connected we all are. Here, Tolle beautifully articulates in the book, I cannot tell you any spiritual truth that deep within you don't know already. All I can do is remind you of what you have forgotten. Living knowledge, ancient and yet ever new, is then activated and released from within every cell of your body. And thinking about that, we see this through living the present moment. We quiet the noise of our mind and ego. The mind and ego have been artfully evolved to keep us alive for thousands of years, and they've done a great job. 
But in doing so, they have a tendency to overperform because they have to let you know when you're in trouble. But they can't always differentiate between what is a real threat and what is just stuff or noise. In this process, they also tend to focus on the negative because that's what can hurt us. And that means they find negativity where there often is none. And your inner monologue belongs to your programmed mind. It's a mind conditioned by society and culture to believe a certain untruth. Tolle says on this, people may reach a point where they become capable of breaking out of inherited collective mind patterns that have kept humans in bondage to suffering for eons. And the first step is to recondition the inner monologue to be more productive. But the real goal is to silence it so that you can become one with your true self. We must move beyond all of that noise to our true self beyond consciousness. And considering how consciousness plays in all of this, I thought about what consciousness really is. Descartes famously said, I think therefore I am. I used to fundamentally believe that this was one of my core beliefs. But having studied various spiritual constructs, religious faiths, and philosophy, I think it's different. It's that we're conscious and therefore we exist. Our individual consciousness creates our individual reality. Then we go out into this quote unquote real world we all share and each of our individual consciousness interact with the greater collective consciousness. And that is what creates this collective reality. To put it another way, think of your consciousness as your own bubble. Some people's bubbles will be bigger and some smaller. Others will be more stiff and some more pliable. Then each of our bubbles interact and bump into one another. And this is that collective consciousness that dictates our reality. The stronger hold you have on your true self within, the stronger and more creatively adaptable your bubble is. This really is your world. The rest of us are just here. But you have to find this place and believe it. There's so much in being present in the moment. Live for today because we can get so lost in our past and we fear the future. The past is done and you can't change it. In dwelling or pondering on the future, the best case is fleeting anticipation of something pleasurable. At worst, it's more enduring anxiety over something that may never be. Why torture ourselves over what ifs? When you look at how to live more fully in the moment, you also learn to get to know yourself. This true self isn't what others see you as or even how you see yourself today. So be in touch by analyzing both your thoughts and your emotions. Thoughts and emotions aren't bad things, but they need to be processed as they occur. If you work through them as they come up, use them and let them go, they can't hold domain over you. If we choose not to feed our pain, we limit suffering and remove its power. And we have this unhealthy relationship with fear. It causes us to avoid things, and yet in avoiding them, we don't forget about them. And if we don't forget about these things, the fear is still there. So in essence, we're choosing to empower and embrace the fear. Be less concerned with the fear of what may be and live the what is right now. And be less concerned about being right because that's a runaway train of destruction and it's a loss of control. If you find this book discussion useful, please like it and subscribe for more content. In the end, it really is about forgiveness and surrender or look at it as acceptance and letting go. Why hold on so tight? Impermanence or change is probably the only absolute in the universe. We're always in motion. Gautama Buddha and Eckhart Tolle both made this point, and it's been a real significant and fundamental pillar for me as well. Embrace joy 
and embrace loving kindness. There's great power here. We can vastly overcomplicate spirituality and this journey we're on. Don't try and completely understand your mind. Just connect with your consciousness. It's inside of us and we have to get to know ourselves better. The being or our inner true self is life unmanifested. Think about how pure that is in contrast to the constructed reality around you. Now imagine being in touch with the perfection within and how that could then entirely change your perspective of everything outside of you. Practice leaving a part of yourself inside your inner body as you do outer things. Be aware of this as you read a book, have a conversation, or go to work. Be present inside while you are also otherwise present outside. Staying with your inner being while moving through the world is like channeling divine joy. It's not magic, it's just the way. Tole says, If you get the inside right, the outside will fall into place. Primary reality is within, secondary reality without. What did you think of the themes in this book? How do you see living the moment? Hit me up in the comments below and let me know. Check out our other videos, and if you're interested in seeing more, head over to Kishar.org for more content and a place you can join others and see how they're navigating this path. And until next time, I wish you peace on your journey.